Today's Good Hope FM News. Good afternoon. The Rural and Farm Workers Development Organization says they will not be supporting a protest gathering by farmers on the N1 on Monday. The gathering follows the fatal shooting of a farmer in Klapmitz on Tuesday. Organization spokesperson Billy Klaassen says a blind eye has been turned to all the farm workers that's been murdered over the years. He's called on others to boycott the gathering. For them to use lethal force, the standards are very, very clear. You need to disperse people first, tell them go away, shoot in the air, to use tear gas before you even use live bullet. If there are seven police officers using a live bullet on a young man, I mean, I think that is disproportionate. And we're calling on the police to exercise maximum restraint when people are peacefully demonstrating. But in this case, they are not even in protest. They were picked from their houses. Western Cape Minister for Community Safety Dan Plato says police are following various leads in connection with the recent shootings in Scott's Dean in Cryfontein this week. In the latest incident, two people were shot and killed and three others seriously injured by unknown gunmen in apparent separate gang-related shootings in Scott's Dean. Plato addressed religious leaders gathered in Lower Crossroads, the same area where 18 people were shot and killed in Marikana informal settlement recently. The meeting also forms part of provincial government's Safer Schools program to take youth off the streets, especially during school holidays. Plato has urged religious leaders to play a more prominent role in ending shooting sprees in communities. It's a heartbroken situation of what's happening in Scottsdale to say the ongoing shootings on a day-to-day basis. I visit Scottsdale Thursday night, attend a public meeting to see the tears, to see the fears in people's eyes. And that is not what we want must happen in, in our communities. I want our communities, the Manenbergs, the Ocean Views, the Hungbergs, uh, Hanover Park, Elsie's River, we need to stay vigilant. The DA's provincial leader in the Free State, uh, Patricia Kopani, has vowed to ensure that the controversial Frieda Dairy Project is investigated. 30 million rand was apparently diverted from the dairy project to fund the wedding of a member of the Gupta family in Sun City in 2013. Kopani is standing for re-election at the party's provincial elective conference held in Tabanchu in the Eastern Free State. She says the DA is ready to take over the Metsimaholo municipality in the Northern Free State next month. The council was dissolved earlier this year because it failed to pass a budget. International rights group Amnesty International has accused police in Kenya's western region of Kisumu of using excessive force while quelling protests during the rerun of the presidential elections on Thursday. At least eight people have been admitted with gunshot wounds and broken limbs to the Jaramogi Oginga Odinga Hospital in Kisumu. The Electoral Commission yesterday indefinitely suspended the rerun of the election in four countries due to violent protests that followed calls by opposition leader Raila Odinga on his supporters to boycott the election. Police Inspector General Joseph Boyne has dis- denied claims that they have used excessive force. He insists that the police only shot at protesters who attacked them. A researcher at Amnesty International, Abdali Boru, says police did not show any restraint. For them to use lethal force, the standards are very, very clear. You need to disperse people first, tell them go away, shoot in the air, to use tear gas before you even use live bullet. If there are seven police officers using a live bullet on a young man, I mean, I think that is disproportionate. And we're calling on the police to exercise maximum restraint 
when people are peacefully demonstrating. But in this case, they are not even in protest. They were picked from their houses. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Vanya Kluchakalasa.